Yeah. Okay, so let's do it again. How are you? I'm very <laughs> Don't you I'm dare. A little, I'm a little tiredy custard. Have you not never heard that? I think it's um hang on, I'm trying to I just want to see you. I don't want to see me. Hi. Hola. Tiredy custard. custard. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, but I'm I don't think it. I don't think I'm the only person who says it. It makes me think like oozy and yeah, tidy custard. I don't think the custard bit has any meaning. I think it's just meant to rhyme, although it kind of like a rhyming thing, but it's it doesn't rhyme. It doesn't. So it's more <laughs> somebody of a, meant to rhyme and they fucked well, it up. Well, it's more of a like just a saying as opposed to I don't think it has anything to do with the quality of custard. So I don't want to mislead you and have oh. you think that it's something to do with being maybe it is it's custard like yeah I say it tidy custard I don't think I made it up okay I think other I think other people say it too never heard it I love it for our listener if you've <laughs> heard it please put something in the in the comments below <laughs> right here Tracy will be typing I <laughs> never heard she lives in Madison she can't I don't know what you're talking about what are you talking about me? How are you? Um, I'm that mixed. Face. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, this is like, it is 5.30 a.m. So I'm still, I had fish fry last night. Do you know what fish fry is? No. Okay. Fried so, fish? Obviously. And in Wisconsin, okay, I'm making a lot of this up, but my understanding <laughs> is that. You're lying. Most yeah. of Wisconsin is, um, like the population here historically has been German, Polish, mostly Catholic. Okay, that's kind right. of like mostly farmers, right? Mm. And again, not religious. So Catholics don't eat meat on Fridays. Correct. For certain parts of the year. Oh, I didn't know that bit. Okay. Okay, I made that up. Totally could be wrong. So at some point, somewhere, I'm a Catholic, Catholic, I should know. Okay, well then you, you should know that they don't eat meat on yeah. Friday. Yeah. And in Wisconsin, that's when we started what we just ate fish, hmm. and then restaurants started calling them fish fries. And we have these places called supper clubs. Oh, supper is very fancy. Oh God, no. No, I cannot <laughs> wait for you to come to Oshkosh someday. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this place? So not fancy at all. But here's the deal. Okay. Uh, heavy, heavy alcohol drinking state. In fact, I think in the U.S. per capita, we have the most drinkers. Alcohol. The most abuse okay, right. of drinking, okay. most alcoholics, okay. most drunk driving okay. accidents, and on and on. So hmm. we're very heavy into booze. And so supper clubs are a place where there's a huge bar enormous bar in a teeny weeny little section where you can eat food mm. so the point is you come in you get a drink you socialize you sit at the bar you meet with your community whatever mm. and you have a number or some system every every place is different but there's a system mm. where you order your your food and it's some fish fry so depending on whether you want perch or white fish or haddock or whatever and you put your order in and when your order is ready, they come to the bar and they get you and they tell you, put, you can go put your number on table, blah, blah, blah. So you mm. take your drink 
in your party and you walk over to the table and you put your number down, your food mm. comes out and you eat. Mm. And then you go back to the bar. Is fry spelt F-R-Y or is it, it is. fish fry short for Friday? No, it's fry F-R-Y for fried. Fried fish. fish. Fry. Yeah. Oh. You batter and fry those puppies. You sit at the bar, you drink a bunch of brandy old fashioned. Oh, what day do they do the puppy frying when you live? The what frying? Puppy frying. You said they fry those puppies. Oh, yeah. They fry those. Yeah. Fish. <laughs> That's another day. Yeah. That's a different puppy fry mm -hmm. is on Thursdays. No, mm. fish fry. So mm. I'm a little so bit. So you did like, that? I did a new place last night, last night called, you're going to laugh, Deb's Spare Time. Oh. So like it's it. a tiny little bar. Yeah. Um, very LGBTQ friendly. Yeah. And we'd never been there. And there's like maybe six tables. Otherwise, you sit at the bar and you eat at the bar. And that is what we did. Nice. It's really cute, but I'm a little swelled up. From what the... time did you go to bed? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm wondering why you're swollen. Is it from a because late night? Of like or the... from... No, it's like eating fish. fried fish. Like there's salt and stuff. And so my body's like bloop. It's just oh. a little bloaty. I don't think I have that level of sensitivity and awareness of my body that mm. I would notice I was swollen after fish. I don't eat fish. It's fried. Fried anything. Burger. Hmm. I would do that if I had a burger or pizza. There's just salt. Salt you and carbs will like. Do you fry a burger? No, you don't fry a burger, but the, there's things inside burgers that like if you eat a burger, there's just mm. a lot of salt and grease. I'm, yeah, I'm not eating any of that. Well, you don't have to brag. <laughs> so, so I'm missing out on this whole experience of life that you're having. Yeah. So you come here next summer and you swim in the lake like a turtle and then we'll go and do all the weird Wisconsin things. Oh, I can't wait. Have a brandy old fashioned, go to a fish fry. What's a brandy old fashioned again? Remind me. It's a great question. It's brandy. I think it's bitters and then mm. there's like a cherry and sugar and they like mash it and mm. add maybe like a seven up something Ooh. i have i used to be a bartender i don't remember and i don't drink Sounds anymore good so. and old-fashioned i think they have them in in films they do it's very fancy <laughs> it is the drink of like it's the most common drink here mm. which is hilarious fried fish and a and brand new fashion. Yeah. And brand new fashion. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So it's been a great podcast. I'll see you next week then. Okay. <laughs> what do you want oh. to do? Yeah. Feel... Ah. Okay. So today. Yes. We are talking about fashion. What the fuck? I know. Well, in my my offerings to you of things to talk about, um, there was a list of, you know, kind of like grown up topics that were, yeah. Yeah. you know, and then in between those texts, I was like, oh, my God, and I'm really into fashion at the moment. Fashion, fashion. I was just being silly. And you were like, oh, my God, let's talk about fashion. Yes. Because I have a relationship what is your relationship to 
fashion fashion and also can you define because I've been thinking about fashion yeah because there's the word fashion there's the word style then there's just clothes how are you defining fashion because I realize we might have different definitions oh we will we always Mm -hmm. do um how do I define fashion? so I never think about fashion Okay. I rarely, I rarely think about fashion. Mm. And I think my, the way I would define it would be like, there's a certain way that you, I want to not use the word style. There's a certain way that you clothe yourself that like fits a category. Mm. Why are so, you using the word style? I don't know, because I'm trying to discern between the two of them. But I think I mash the two together. Okay. Fashion and style are the same thing to me. Fashion may be like, like the thing that we look at out there. Like, what is the fashion? What's the fashion scene? And the style is like, how do I choose to put myself out into the world with clothing, yeah. makeup, dangly earrings, gorgeous eye dark eye shadow lipstick mm. yeah I would define them in the same way I oh think my fashion gosh we agree. Is, yeah I think fashion to me is what is a la mode what is the trend at the moment what is mm-hmm. fashionable at the moment right you know whatever they are Arizona you know Birkenstocks are really fashionable at the moment everybody's yes. wearing them like a so trend. that's that's a trend that's Mm -hmm. that's fashionable at the moment there's a lot of satin around at the moment that seems to be really fashionable but then there's also style people have their own individual style their own way of dressing that has not necessarily anything to do with fashion what's in what's out at the moment yeah um so I think I probably was misusing the word when I was texting you but Mm. That aside now, what is your relationship to that, to fashion and or style? Let's see. My relationship to style is, um, it's very disempowered. Hmm. (laughs) I feel like other people get it and I don't. I feel like I fail, like I have a lot of failure wrapped up in style. Um, There's a little bit of, um, like I've chosen not to practice that because I wanted to be known or recognized for other things. Like for me, style had a lot to do with being girl. And because I spent a lot of my life trying not to be girl not that i was bo- being boy but i just didn't want to be girl i didn't want to be female mm. uh, i wanted to be strong and i wanted to be powerful and i wanted to be leader and i wanted to be athletic and fit you know mm-hmm. so to me those two worlds couldn't live together up into my early 40s i mm. think that's when i quit my engineering job and started working in this world that's when I started to really notice like 
I have completely shut down my whole entire feminine side. So I feel like dial got really attached to my feminine side. And then I just was like, I don't do that. Mm. So it's, it's pretty not negative, but it's like, I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be seen for my style. And I also don't want to like pick a style and fail. Mm. Does that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, um, it's all resonating and I can relate to a lot of it. Mm, um, good. I mean, it seems like you, I'm, I'm maybe making stuff up here, but you made some connection between how you wanted to be seen. Yes. In your engineering role. So you yes. were cutting off that feminine. Yes. I'm not trained as an engineer, but I have the same experience which is really interesting, I think, about I don't feel feminine. Mm. I don't feel I have found some dresses that I feel comfortable in, but I don't tend to wear dresses. I would I would lean towards trousers. Yeah. Um, and I have found some dresses that I feel comfortable in, but I don't wear pretty frilly things. <laughs> You know, as you say that, I think another relationship I have is I don't like people to look and admire my body, what is on my body. You know what I mean? Like, I remember being in high school and I had um, some of my girlfriends really liked to be noticed for their bodies. And they wore very tight fitted, low cut shirts, you know, short skirts and shorts. And they loved that kind of attention. And that kind of attention really turned me out. I hate that kind of attention. And mm -hmm. when other people would give my friends that kind of attention, not only did it make me uncomfortable, but I wanted to protect my friends. Like you mm. don't want people looking at you like that. It felt unsafe to me. Like mm. men looking at you like you're meat. Like to me, it was like scary. I don't like that. Mm. Interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because there, there are people who use that as a power, sexual power. For sure. I don't feel I have, I, I must have sexual power, but I'm, oh. I'm not using it. <laughs> you know, it's me shut either. down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not using that side of myself. Right. Although I have been told I'm flirtatious. However, I feel I'm the same, that way of being, which is warm and friendly. I feel I am that way with yes. everyone. Agreed. Man, woman, yeah. and child. And you're so physically, it's... you're physically affectionate, you know, mm, like. It can be, yeah. But not in a, I don't find it to be sexual. It's more of just like, you're warm. You're like custard you're like a just a beautiful like mm, soft and yummy and like I just want to sit on your lap can we make but that happen okay keep can. going next time I see you but there are two things you said what you actually said what I, I don't want to be I don't want to be looked at for what I'm you said something like admired for what I'm wearing on my body but then there's also being admired for your body right I don't want people to be paying attention to my clothes as opposed to me which sounds really weird now I've said it out loud but like I don't <laughs> want I don't want the dress to be calling attention to itself I want it to blend in yeah with my being yeah is what I think I'm aiming for so I I feel my clothes I I want them to be part of me like an aspect of me yeah um and that, that that way, when I'm wearing them, 
I don't feel like I'm wearing them. I feel like I'm just, it's just another layer of meanness. Um, but I think the reason I'm, I'm just going to talk about this for a minute, but I think the reason I'm really interested in, in like, I have spurts, I have kind of waves of getting really excited about clothes yep. and, you know, and, and sharing pictures with friends and kind of, go, oh my God, look at this. I just bought this. Oh my God, look at this. This is amazing. This looks great with this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It has, it, it has been and can be connected to how I'm feeling in my body. So if I'm feeling slimmer, Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Nicer in my body. Yeah. Then I'll be like, oh yeah, I can, you know, I'm, I feel I can experiment more with clothes yes. because I have a, a different level of confidence or com comfort, yeah. feeling more comfortable. My ears yeah. itchy. Yes. Um, so I'm scratching, sorry. And, um, but what I noticed the other day was I'm having this kind of like growing experience of being more and more and more comfortable. And technically, I'm I'm chubby-er at the moment. So it's not – the experience I'm having with clothes is not related to that thing I talked about a moment ago about being feeling slimmer and more toned and more this or that and my body. The, the, the level of comfort that I'm feeling is coming from really, really deep inside myself. And it's then spilling out or touching, impacting – um, all sorts of other areas. So I and then I had this conversation, I think the beginning of it with the other day. I found a skirt in my cupboard that had been there since before lockdown. I think I bought it four years ago. Uh -huh. And it was I loved it. And I had a top that I bought that went with it. And I was like, but I was going to slim into it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel quite able to wear it right now. And I saw it in my cupboard. And I was like, I'm going to try it on. The tags are still on it. The label, yeah. the pricing, everything is still on it. And I tried it on and I had this feeling of I'm going to be a long time dead, which is an expression that my, you know, I've heard growing up. I don't know if it's an Irish expression or an English expression, but I'm going to I've be never heard it, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a beautiful... going to be a long time dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be dead a lot longer than I will ever have lived. I'm going to be dead for millions and millions of years. And like, Wow. So I, I, you know, I could wear this dress today because there's going to be many, 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 many years when I won't be able to wear this dress because right. I won't be here. Right. So I put this skirt on and yeah, my hips are round in it. And, and, you know, because my hips are round, not because my hips are round in that skirt, my hips are round, you know, yeah. I can put my hands on them and give yeah. them a good squeeze. And I put this skirt on and I thought it feels gorgeous it felt silky and lovely on my legs Had mm -hmm. it's got like a little split in it yes wrap over thing I felt I bought it because I thought it was so French and mm. I really loved it and I was basically like fuck it I'm wearing it and I felt so good in it you know, people compliment yes. people noticed the skirt and they were like yeah. oh my god you beautiful that skirt like a friend of mine at work was like <sighs> kind of went like that and she was like yeah I've clocked it I've seen the skirt like oh my god love the skirt. And I'm like, oh. you know and someone else said to me you know since you met the princess you've really oh up game clothes wise fuck yeah so we're gonna like, think well, hopefully Kate is listening 
Yeah, of course, Kate's listening. Kate's crazy. Thank you, Kate. Kate yeah. and Tracy, yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's that's kind of the thing that's really happening. I'm really enjoying clothes. I'm enjoying how I feel in my clothes. I'm enjoying looking at myself in my clothes. Okay. So yeah. I think there's like a um there's like a thing that I'm I'm hearing, and that is like let me see if I can articulate it. It's when we start to fall in love with ourselves. This is gonna sound like a bumper sticker, so bear with me, but like the more we start to feel in love with who we be in the world at some point i can imagine that that then becomes like physical as well like not only do i love who i be but i love this body that i've been given mm. Mm. and it no longer matters if i have varicose veins or if i have rounded hips mm. or if i have saggy things right it's like my body still actually feels really good. Mm. And then mm. when you put on a skirt, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like I could put on a paper sack and mm. it would be like, like mm. I feel great about this paper sack. And people yeah. be like, that is the most beautiful paper sack I've ever seen. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I know. But yeah. it's not about the skirt. It's not about any no. of that. No, and it's not about those things. And they are adding something. Yes. It's like the cherry on the top that yes. finishes off the dessert or that yeah, yeah. little, you know, whatever it is, that sprinkling of something. It's not that the clothes are irrelevant. Right. They are. So so it's not that they are part of the experience. But yes, it is very much. I'm having this experience. I was sitting on the sofa and I was looking at my legs. And I was like, I love my legs. I've awesome. never, never said that. I've never thought that hmm. and the way they feel and I'm touching them I'm like my god they feel amazing I really love my legs and they're just these chubby little middle-aged ladies legs they're not you know they're, they're great not, legs they're, they're not um they carry you, know, you places exactly they go up they're and not down catwalk legs they're not that sort of no. it's not that no. thing it's no. this other experience yeah which is just really really enjoyable I'm interested, though, in I'm interested in all of that because it feels like a reflection, an extension of yeah. a symptom of the internal experience. Agreed. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really pleasurable. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very pleasurable experience. Go. Does it take getting into our 40s and 50s to get there? I think it takes, um, I mean, yeah, okay, that, that will be part of it. There will be a bit of a, um, I give less of a fuck. <laughs> the fucking 50s. Yeah, I'm going to be 50 that. this year and I can hardly wait. When are you 50? October, October 1. Ooh, are you writing it down yeah. so you can send me a I gift? I am. You can That's send me a neat. skirt. Send me That's a dress. Well, I did I ask you to no get dresses. me some trousers from Target and you never failed. Did. What a dick. You totally failed. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's a very neat date. It's very birthday. clean. Yes. Clean, tidy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no it's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. yep. I like it. Um, 
Sorry, I'm distracted by a smudge on the pale grey wall. It looks like somebody's killed an animal. A moth, maybe. There's do you need to go take care of that? Do we need to pause the podcast? We so can do that. The wall. No, I'll I'll control it. I'll do it late. Could you <laughs> this do it is late, you expanding like... to be with more discomfort. <laughs> I this can is, be with more. This is leadership right now. Whatever well, that is. Um, so there is that maybe an element of that, but I actually think what it's taken is it's all of the work. It's it's being in the group that we're in. It's you know being in that environment where you're you're looking at yes. being at cause, being at effect. Um, I'm no longer at the effect of my middle-aged chubby legs. I'm at cause for the experience I'm having of these beautiful legs, which I'm touching now and feel like silk, you know. Um, so, so I feel actually it's it's more that because yeah. I know people who are my age, shape, size, and they're not necessarily having the same experience. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to go back to what you said, which is that thing of not wanting of wanting to be more boy than girl. Yeah. Yeah. And you said that was earlier, but you did say it went up until your 40s. Yeah. That's sort of like. um, I don't know if it's suppressing, but that experience of shutting down that side of self. Yeah. However, it's expressed. I feel. Do I feel more feminine? Maybe I feel a little bit more feminine, but in quite a Darth Vader. I like black, like a, <laughs> you know that. I don't know. Maybe there are different ways of expressing femininity. I'm just, agreed. I'm just talking now. You can pause me at any point because there's just stuff coming out of my mouth. I don't know what I'm saying really. <laughs> Do but, you need to take a breath? But you know, <laughs> maybe. But you know, there's that. I'm really interested yeah. in that bit of kind of like dressing in order to manage something dressing in order to control or manage the amount of femininity the amount of vulnerability yes dressing to protect yeah um I'm interested in that and I'm also interested in what you said before this podcast a couple of days ago about Mm. you don't you you put dresses on and you feel like you're wearing some, like a man yeah you feel like a man putting on a dress yeah over to you we're gonna Allison. we're gonna run that experiment by the way because I've had friends be like no no let's try on dresses and then we try on dresses and they're like oh no no you should not mm. wear dresses so yeah I I find that weird I imagine you would look beautiful <gasps> thank you yeah I don't look terrible I'm you know I'm a little dr- over dramatic sometimes for effect but um I met a woman named Flora a few years ago. She was part of the Rich Lipton community and she, her entire practice was figuring out, helping you to figure out like what, what is the, the actual expression of you in like clothing right? And so she, she worked with you to like figure out what were, what even is your color? Like, what is your color palette? And she would, you know, she had it um, separated into seasons, right? Are you winter, Mm -hmm. spring, summer? Like that's not earth shattering. Mm -hmm. People do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she did um, shape, like your shape of your body is actually like, that is the shape 
that is the strongest, the one you want to be expressing into the world. And mine was like straight up and down. And you've seen me. So I'm like, mm. I'm pretty much like straight up and down. There's not a lot mm. of curves. Um, and then it was material where she separated those into like earth, fire, water, air. water and air. And so she would have these fabrics and you would have bare shoulders and you just put yourself in the fabric. And some of the fabrics, literally, you, I had a reaction to them. I'm like, Ugh, I don't like that, right? This one's mm. too heavy. This one's too crisp. And then like I would put on a fabric and I'd be like, mm, yeah, that's good. And mm. so it was really interesting because everybody was different. The person next to me was having a totally different experience. Mm. And I really loved that approach because her, what she said is like, what you put on your body, you put on and wear all day long. Why would you not put mm. something that is the fullest expression of who you are? Mm. And I was like, what? Right? Like, I don't know. I just like the things go on the bottom, the thing goes on the top and I leave the house. And it's been really fun since I worked with her. Um, I now know my color scheme. And here's the way that they pick the color scheme is you put the color across your shoulders and then look in the mirror and have other people in the room. And mm. if they see your face, that's the right color. Mm. If they see the color, that's not the right color because what mm. you want is the color that brings you out. And it was weird. Mm. Like watching her do it with all of these people. I was like, yes, yes, no. Right. No, mm. no, no. Yes. Yes. It was, you could see there were colors mm. for certain people that I noticed their beauty, their beautiful face. And there were colors that all I noticed was the color. So that mm. was fascinating to me. Anyways, mm. all of that fast forward. I think that was the first time somebody kind of said to me, wear something that feels like you. And I was like, mm. well, I don't know what that is. And so then I had a guidance, right? I knew my color, I knew my shape and I knew my, at least the, the texture. Yeah. And when I started playing with that, I was like, oh, this, this I like, you know, and then I would mm. feel like, yeah, this is me. Right. Mm. So anyways, that's all to say, I don't know. What is my point? I don't know. Okay, good. <laughs> Help me land the plane, know. Mia. Um, I don't know, but we were we were looking at your experience of dressing and feeling like a man where you when you wear a dress. Yeah. And you were kind of like I don't know where you were going, but you were really just sort of like tracking part of your yep. journey of so, kind of like exploring, experimenting. Yeah. So it's more um not whether I wear a dress or pants or mm. whatever. It's what do I wear that is the fullest expression? So I imagine mm. there is a dress that fits my mm. essence that mm. when I put it on, it brings me out. Mm -hmm. I have not mm. yet found that dress. Mm. I hope to someday be able to find that. Mm. Although like, like I said, I don't like my thighs touching, so I'll probably have to mm. wear shorts with it. And then it's like, what's the point of the dress? Mm. But I digress. So mm. yeah, mostly, um, I still haven't fully appreciated. Let me take that back. I don't like to showcase my feminine attributes. I don't like to wear shirts that show cleavage. I don't like to wear short shorts or short skirts. Uh, I don't like to wear things that show my midriff. Um, I don't like clothes that are really 
tight fitting. I can do a tighter top if I wear like a baggier bottom or I can do a baggier mm. bottom if I can wear a loose fitting shirt, but I would never probably put those two together. It's tight top and tight bottom, you know, <laughs> mostly because I don't, for some reason, it doesn't feel safe to me to showcase my body in that way. Mm. Does yeah. that make sense? It makes complete sense. Okay. I, I completely get that. I'm quite Victorian. Oh yeah. In in my way of, you know, I'll have everything buttoned right up. This is this is what really is happening. Take it easy. Take it easy. This is family for me. Family. And when I'm at work, that will be done up. Button that up. Girl. I don't want to subject anyone to my feminine attributes either right. in the workspace. But the thing that I'm note that that's coming into my head when you're speaking is I've just <laughs> remembered that I another reason where why I wouldn't necessarily wear dresses and I wouldn't wear shorter dresses is that I felt vulnerable. So I would wear big pants and I am wearing enormous pants underneath this dress now. Um, and this dress comes to my knee a little bit longer at the back, but I've definitely had the experience previously of not of feeling vulnerable. And now yeah. this, I, 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 in my head, I can, I have historically, and even now I can see that it would be easy to put two and two together and come up with 75 here with what I'm saying. Yes. Um, so I'm not particular. I'm not personally adding any significance to this, but I know that I, I have a ve I'm having a very different experience now, Ali, to the one I have had previously. Previously, yeah. I felt vulnerable in a dress. The, the dress needed to be long. Yes. Um, and needed to wear big pants. There was something about protecting myself. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think it was necessarily that I was, you know, um, abused as a child. Right. Or that I had some awful incident I mean if I did have it I have no recollection of it at okay. all so yeah 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 hallelujah. that's not what it is I don't remember it um but I, do, I don't think it's that mm. I think something has changed in inside me yeah. and yes it's been helped with coaching being in the forge being supported being part of a community where we're looking at cause and effect and yes. you know and where and what stance we're taking where are you coming from yeah um you know all of these pieces yeah you know and age and development and blah all of that will have contributed but I also know that um I used to have to really protect myself in bed. So I would pull the duvet right around myself, tuck it right in behind myself. So there was something about mm. people being, not people, there's nobody in my bedroom, but but something about vulnerability from behind. Like I, yeah, I have something that. I can't see. Again, doesn't have to be sexual. There doesn't need to be any sexual connotation to this or any actual um um incident of of being violated or anything like that but the experience I had was I needed to protect myself mm -hmm. I needed the bit that I couldn't see I can see the front I can see you coming at me I can protect myself but the bit that I couldn't see had to be protected and that isn't there anymore when I'm in mm -hmm. bed I'm sprawling I have no consciousness of no I don't put any awareness to protecting behind myself where I can't see. Um, 
I'm still wearing big pants under <laughs> dresses of yeah. any length. Yeah. But the, the whole experience is different. The, the need to protect myself and this concept of safety, which you mentioned at the beginning of yeah. the conversation, is not part of, of what's happening for me. It's not part of the experience. Hmm. And I don't know if that is what's contributing to this feeling of joy and ease. I mean, it's all wrapped up in one thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we will go to the point of me doing podcasts, you know, in my underwear because I'm so relaxed. It is called Unhooked. Yeah. So maybe that's where we end up. <laughs> but definitely the experience I'm having of fashion style clothing is very, very different and the experience, as I've just said now, even of sleeping, the way I'm moving in my body is different. So mm. what do you want to say? Yes. I love that. Like, <laughs> okay, she said a thing. Now what do we do? So yeah, uh, it's interesting and fascinating how the work that we do, like, how do you even describe the work that we do, right? I don't know. I, it feels like... I'm able to start to look at these deep, deep parts of myself that have remained hidden and locked away for good reason. And I'm starting to like open them up, shine a light, really um, accepting these parts of myself, kind of bringing them out like a feral dog, I say all the time, like, you know, coaxing, coaxing it out, takes a while, you got to use a little bit of food here and there and be nice and patient. And what I'm hearing you say is that the result of that is that your experience of not just your body, but your experience of your security in the world has changed. Mm. You don't feel as vulnerable as you did no. back then. No. That's fascinating. Because it's not because it, you're taking Taekwondo. No. And it's also, this was not the focus of the work. Right. This wasn't what I... I have been working on I haven't been working on um you know feeling more comfortable in bed or feeling more comfortable in my clothing yes or even feeling more comfortable full stop anywhere particularly I don't remember those words those haven't been written down as my coaching requests um yes at all um you know, I focused on business things, relationships, you know, whatever. But yeah. this feels like a a happy symptom, a happy side, side effect. effect. Yeah. And it and it feels like so. Yeah, we've started the conversation talking about fashion because I'm kind of like, oh, my God, I'm so into my clothes at the moment, <laughs> you know, but it is the way something feels. Mm -hmm. So it's a sensual experience experience it's an yes. embodied experience there it is yep you know of I really love the way um my you know wear big pants and a vest to bed and I love the way my body feels when I get into the bed mm -hmm. and the feeling of the sheets it's very sensory yeah the experience the the experience of that skirt that I showed you yesterday that little wraparound skirt yeah. the feeling of that as it slides over my legs so I'm enjoying myself yeah 
I'm enjoying my clothes. I'm enjoying, and you know, I'm enjoying the, I remember when we first did the forge and we had to do our videos about our essences and I had no clue what that was. And I said, you know, beauty is one of my essences because I see beauty everywhere. I'm getting very excited by things that I personally find beautiful. Yes. And I'm having that experience of looking at the clothes that I'm wearing, looking at myself in the clothes. I have no clue how this is coming across to you when I'm saying this, but the experience is one of me drinking in this beautiful experience. So the true test for for essence, in my opinion, is if you bring beauty as an essence into the world, everything around you becomes more beautiful. And that's true. You're you're literally experiencing it right now. Your clothes have not changed. That skirt didn't change over the course of the four years. Nothing happened to it. No, it's been in the cupboard just sitting there passively. Right. You have started to allow, surrender maybe a bit, allow more Mm. of the beauty that you be Mm. into the world. And as a result, you're actually having more experience, uh, a more embodied experience of beauty regardless. Like Mm. now when you put on clothes, it's not just like, this is my top and my bottom and off I go. You're like, wow, Mm. this feels really good. When I get into Mm. bed, I love the way that like Mm. sheets feel and my pantaloons Mm. or whatever. I don't know what large (laughs) pants means, but to me, they're like a weird, that's, that's the idea I've got in my head. Like there's, there's like a cuff and like an elastic band and it's real. Oh no, it's then no, no, no. Don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin this. And like little like lace across the bottom, the little frills, like little girls wear. Child, ah! <laughs> I had them as a child. They're yeah, so, so that's how I see you sleeping in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Knickers in knickers. Yeah, no, they, these are quite, um, you know, utilitarian. Just yeah, very. Yeah, very don't plain. ruin it. If, I, if, I'm we, with... if, we, if this, if we weren't sharing this, I would just stand up and show you my knickers. Don't but you I do it. Do that no, now. no, I, I don't want to see it. it. I, no. I've got yeah. it all built. You want to have that image in your mind. Mm. So what I wrote down as you were talking is like, how many times do we discover that like the thing we're trying to do actually creates the opposite thing? So when we feel vulnerable, we protect, mm. right? And mm. when we protect we actually create vulnerability. So when until we're mm-hmm. able to expose and be with who we are or the, the hidden parts of ourselves, mm-hmm. we have to like pull our covers over our shoulder. We don't like it when people stand behind us. Mm-hmm. We don't show our body parts. We wear mm-hmm. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the process of mm-hmm. you starting to expose more of like mm-hmm. beauty, whatever, you know, essences, like mm-hmm. when you start to bring those out, how now like, there isn't a need to protect, which is super ironic mm. because just exposing yourself, you're literally exposing yourself to more of everything, including danger, including risk, including hurt, mm. per, you know, perception and judgment. You mm. would think that would be like you have to protect twice as much. And you're saying that's absolutely not true. In fact, it's the other way. Yeah, I had a conversation this morning, which I feel illustrates that somebody mm was talking about someone they work with and how this person is all heart, like they're just Mm. all heart. Mm -hmm. And and from that place, because they are over expressing their heart, they are, they don't want to hurt people in the work environment. So they don't communicate. Yes. 
what needs to be communicated and then what happens and then i and then the irony is they end up hurting people because everybody that needed to be communicated hasn't been communicated because yes. this person is all heart and they're like god i can't hurt you so i'm just not going to say it yeah. and that creates hurt so yes. that's that for me really illustrates that irony in yeah. in you know what you just you just said yeah and it's so what i find really interesting is you know we're talking about fashion and i'm just obsessed at the moment with sarah jessica parker yes um, um, I think she's the same age as me or near as and I'm I, you know I'm going to a wedding this evening and I'm I want to do you know big dark you know black coal Sarah Jessica Parker I've been practicing for days I've been walking yes. around you've seen me I've been walking around you I'm super heavily impressed. made up at yeah. 10 in the morning you know with all <laughs> this eye coal on um and just really you know enjoying it yeah. and enjoying and I thought, these beautiful shoes um just show us are, okay if anybody okay. watches they're the just YouTube. here they just here because i have to have them oh my god the they're right there they're i just beautiful and their feet they're, how do you even they're, they're the color of my skin so i just love the oneness oh, of them yeah. they're beautiful they are so beautiful they are beautiful and i'm so really enjoying like it's like play and it's yeah. fun and and it wasn't when i ordered 10 dresses and they all arrived and i they all looked appalling and I was like oh my god I'm I messaged the bride and said I'm gonna have to come in a skirt and my bra because I can't find anything <laughs> I think fine come like that it'll be fine um so so there's the actual thing of enjoying fashion and style and clothes yeah. and earrings and makeup and just it's all so beautiful and rich and delicious there's that yeah and there's the the experience or the understanding that the experience I'm having, you know, on our um, plans, when we're, we're doing our plans in the forge or when we're planning yeah. with our clients and we're kind of like, you know, so what is the experience you really want to be having? And I think I've often had a very intellectual understanding of that. So I'm trying to work out what the experience is that I'd like to be having. Yeah. And I now realize I'm having the experience. I'm in the experience. Yeah. This is how I want to experience life, which is this joy, this mm -hmm. joyous experience of that fabric on my leg, the feel of my leg. I said yeah. to my friend today when we went swimming, I pulled my coat back. I said, feel my leg. She was like, you got to be I careful where you do. <laughs> Don't get arrested. We have to do a podcast no, next that. Saturday. I'm like, just, just feel, feel that. Like this, just the sensation of touch. I did it in the office. I made someone oh. put their hand down my trousers. Oh, that's, um, you have, yep. Careful. I know, Be I know, I know. She's a really good friend of mine. So, <laughs> so she was, she was like, okay, yeah. Just like, oh my God, yeah. But just the whole sensual experience yeah. of, of being and enjoying mm. um, everything. <laughs> like <laughs> there's the superficial it's fun to look at clothes. It's neat to do makeup. Like I can buy the mm. thing. It's exciting. I can, it's like, mm. that's the the play. superficial it's play. Mm. But then there's the word that is coming up for me is really like a fully embodied experience of style, fashion, beauty. Like mm. there is beauty. And then there is like the, the expression and the embodiment of beauty. Mm. Mm. Which is when you run around the world and tell people to touch your legs, touch my leg touch my leg which is funny because and and it's and I don't think it has anything to do with what the person outside is experiencing because they're just going right. to see a, a chubby middle-aged lady in a dress but they don't 
they well, see they, they see beauty which yes, is what maybe. you said in the beginning people are starting to remark yes look at that and it's not because the skirt has changed over four years like nothing fucking happened to the skirt it's been the same no. goddamn skirt for four years mm. but the way you show up in it mm. that's what's changed mm. and people notice so it's yeah. good feedback yeah yeah i guess yeah you guess. so yeah, no, I'm just thinking, uh, my mind is saying, but I didn't wear the skirt, so that that story is illogical. Have you Allison. worn skirts in the last four years? Um, no, I don't wear skirts. Okay. So now I now I am wearing skirts. I have two skirts, and one is satin, and it just feels like water on my legs, and it's just heavenly. You know, Heavenly. Yeah. And when um, you walk in a skirt and it feels all those ways, I would never mm. want to take it off. And, no. and you walk in a way where you're like, you, you be heavenly, you be yeah. beautiful. It just, yeah. Like yeah you Cause you're enjoying it. yourself. Yeah. You're yes. just enjoying yourself in, yeah. in your own private experience. Yes. And because, because we matter. know everything. Yeah. No, none of the other stuff matters. Yeah. None of it matters whether this person agrees that this is a good skirt or looks good on me or did, you know, do my hips look big in this? Yes. Well, I don't care. It's that's Those fine. Are your hips. Those are my hips. <laughs> Those are the hips I have yep. right now. They are um, what they are. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we, we're, we're talking about fashion. We've started talking about fashion. You keep looking at the time. Do we need to wind up? I just... I have a thing about time and I hate that I look at it so much. So I'm really okay. sorry that you noticed that. No, I am I just wondered if you had somewhere to go. I just am always mentally keeping track. My fear is that if we go on too long, people will be like, they'll leave. Let them or they leave. won't listen. Yeah, like fuck off, Allison. God. <laughs> I should put a little sticky note right across my thing. <laughs> I'm let sorry. those babies leave let them leave. if, if they tracy can't... wants to leave i think my heart know, would break know, a little bit i know kate won't leave because she's she's very interested in fashion she is she's hmm. gorge oh totally gorge so is there anything else you want to say about that about all of this stuff well i have a really good question that i think will wrap it all up go Okay. So somebody listening, like if somebody were to say, I want what you have, Mia, I want to put on clothes. I want to touch my leg. I want to love my big hips. How do I do it? Mm. How do you answer that question? I think I would, I'd want to reframe the question actually, in a way, because, um, I, at the how bit, I've got a bit of a problem with the how. I've been listening to Jamie Smart. Clarity. How do I know that name? What Clarity. He, he wrote Clarity. He used to do NLP and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. written the book yes. called Clarity. Yep. Um, and so he is talking a lot about, you know, the five steps to, the 10 steps to. Yeah. So how do I have the thing yes. you have? Right. And so the word how is is kind of like banging on my head. Good and making I me want think. it to oh okay that was deliberate because my expectation was that you were going to answer in a way that nobody like everyone's like well here's the five steps and you're gonna like go in a totally different direction because what I'm what actually what you will 
what that question is asking is like, how did you do it? And uh, you're going to be like, I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't mean to. No, I didn't mean to. So I think my, my, what happened, which yeah. wasn't a how, this Good. wasn't where I intended to get to, um, was, was the exploration. I have been exploring my thinking. I have been deconstructing, I've been examining yeah. and deconstructing my thinking yeah. and keeping the bits that serve me and dismantling and recreating the bits that don't serve me. That's what I've been doing. My thinking, I'm going to mix the metaphors up now, but my thinking, um, some of my thinking has been an invisible brick wall in front of me, which I keep banging my head on and have not been able to get past. And I don't understand because I can't see it because it's invisible, because yes. it's my thinking. Yeah. Um, and over the last three years in the forge, the two years before that, when I was studying coaching and probably my entire life's journey, but I definitely can see over the last, um, you know, two or three years as I work daily yes. to, to, to examine my thinking, I'm able to... I don't take my thinking so seriously. I'm able to deconstruct and move away pieces that um, that just don't work for me. Mm -hmm. And a byproduct of that, you know, it's all been, you know, initially it was all about, you know, I want increased wealth and and yes. and duh, you know these, you know, I want to these things, um, you know, the markers of success in my yes. life. And actually, I'm now kind of like far less interested, although I have more of those markers of success. Yeah. Actually, they are of far less interest to me. What I'm interested in is that piece of the planning process, which is what is the experience you want to have, which was never the place I was really interested in looking. Right. I was like, no, I want the clients with this, this price tag attached and, and I want this car and I want this thing. And, yeah. you know. But the experience is the thing that is this byproduct of doing this work. I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for. Well, it's your answer. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, my answer is the more I love and accept myself, which, again, sounds super simple. That's all you have to do. Just love and accept yourself. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, dash Allison Garner. There's your quote mm. for the mm. fucking year. And how hard and confronting and anxiety provoking and heart shattering that work actually is. Mm. There are times when I am completely crushed with mm. who I am, what I've done, the impact I've had. And the only way for me to begin to love and accept myself is to look at those parts of myself. The happy byproduct of, of that work is not only do I love Allison, human, soul, spirit, whatever, I love all of her. I love her head. I love her heart. I love her body. But I now show up in the world in a way where I can be love, which mm -hmm. is is given to me as well as 
everything human animal in my environment. Right. So, mm. um, and I, it would make sense then that like, I love myself and I will put on clothing that feels good on my body and people mm. will see me as like, it has been, people will remark to me, you look really great. You look really light. Mm. You look really yeah, you strong. Look radiant. You, look, mm. you look radiant, right? There'll be these mm. comments from the outside world. Not that I need that, but it is like, mm. it is validating. Cause it's like, I do feel great. I do feel mm. light. I do feel young. I do mm. feel strong. Mm. So that's how I would answer it. Yeah. And I think if, if, if I'm going to look at a how piece, I think what has been really useful um instrumental yeah. has been being in an environment which has been our community of you know participants yes. being in an environment where i'm reminded to rem reminded to look at my thinking reminded what part is your thinking playing in this yeah this experience that you're having yeah I'm not necessarily, you know, challenged in that way. My thinking isn't necessarily challenged out there in the world. My right. son's now challenged my thinking because it's become more part of, of you know, of, of the way we speak and operate and, and look yeah. what we're looking at. But I think that is a key piece. If someone really did want a how-to, it would be get yourself into an environment where your thinking is being examined challenged and at. done in a way in which you can look at those parts of yourself because yesterday adam and i were talking about the forge uh, i was on mm. his podcast and mm. i was sharing with him my experiences in other coaching communities and how it he's like what makes the forge different and i said it mm. is the container mm. those other programs did not create a container where it felt safe so what was happening is I was being challenged all the time, but it felt like I was being knifed over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I was like crumbling under the weight of all of it. I wasn't feeling held. I wasn't feeling supported. And I didn't feel mm -hmm. as though the people that were giving me these challenges genuinely loved and cared for my well-being and my growth. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the forge, the container is set up in such a way mm -hmm. that it is still confronting. I mean, I oh, never, yeah. like it, there are times when I am really like smack dab getting mm. like hit in the face and I can, I am able to still look at these parts of myself because of the, the stand that we are for each other inside mm. that community. So mm. that's my caveat. Find a community like that. Yeah. And mm. <laughs> no, one, we're, and we're to wrap it up one in a blueberry more. pancake. Okay. Well, one more is just that, that, um, I know I'm creating that in my working relationships with clients. And I know yes. you're creating those yes. smaller um, containers yeah. of that yeah. relationship Absolutely. with a client. So I was talking about this two weeks ago, you know, um, that that the, the, the strength of the container with that client, the rapport, the place that we're coming from yeah. enables challenge to take place in those relationships, in those professional relationships, yeah. in a way that they are more palatable, that the challenges are more palatable, and it can it can be looked at and tasted and tried out, yeah. as yeah. opposed to re 
rejected and spat out. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, there are times when my coach will reflect something to me and I will just start crying because mm. it really hurts. It hurts to hear it. It hurts to, to see that in myself. Mm. And when I can get through, when I can get through that, then I can get to the other side, which is mm. true acceptance, I believe. Mm. But if I keep resisting the thing that I'm never, I can't get past it. No. And it'll just keep. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. Right, so, so we're saying hire us and join the forge. That's oh. how you get to like go around the world and mm. ask people mm. to touch you and touch places. my leg. <laughs> so what is your takeaway? Oh, good. Okay. Mm. My takeaway in this very moment is how much I love my strong ass body because I'm really testing it. I'm training really hard right now for our trip to Nepal. And it is just such a champ. Like it fucking gets up every day. It is giving me what I need. It carries this heavy bag. It takes it. My poor feet are just being destroyed. And they like, and then the next day I get up and they're like, okay, let's do it again. And I'm just, I love, I'm really loving the strength and endurance in my body right now which has nothing to do with fashion but when i wear clothes when i wear my style when you wear fashion i believe i come off as strong and and powerful mm. in in whatever it is i'm wearing mm. how about nice. you my takeaway is that my enjoyment of fashion yeah. clothes beautiful accessories playing with makeup is all coming from inside me. Yeah. Mic drop. Boom. So good. Mm. I love you. I love you too. And I love Tracy. Yes. And thanks Kate. for listening. And thank you, Princess Kate, for listening to Super. our podcast. Yeah. All right. Have a great rest of whatever day it is when you listen. Okay. Bye. Later. Bye.